grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Friday. Happy Friday. It's a three-day weekend for a lot of people, huh? Holiday weekend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. Let me push my buttons here. I'm going to be your host for the next hour or so, along with medium Nancy Matz. We've got a great show lined up for you, and uh, sorry I was slightly distracted. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, my favorite YouTubers were going through uh, Rise of the Resistance at uh, Disneyland, so it was right at the very end, so I was trying to get through and not get shot by Kylo Ren. But anyway, um, we got an interesting show for you tonight. The show, uh, you know, we talked about this last weekend. We were talking about past lives and uh, going back and all that. And uh, so I believe it was Tuesday night, Tuesday or Wednesday, Nancy and I sat down together and we did it over StreamYard. And we did a past life regression on me. And to give you a little head headway into this, I wanted to do it because I had a incident happen a couple of years ago. And uh, I wanted to see if I could figure out what it all meant because I I knew yet 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 I wasn't sure if that makes any sense. And so this is why I wanted to do this session. And I, yeah, I, I was surprised by the results of the session. And you know, there's there's things that came up. Uh, you know, we'll talk about them afterwards. And then if we have time today, we are going to try and attempt, like like we talked about last week, to maybe do what, to do some for you guys, okay? R- real quick ones, kind of, okay? But, uh, yeah, it was an experience I'll never forget. You know, I, 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 I uh, yeah, that's all I can say. So you guys are going to have to watch it. It's about 20 minutes long. And uh, hope you guys don't get bored to tears. But we'll bring the answer in real quick before we show it. But, uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm still too close. Uh, it was Wednesday night, okay. and you mentioned the clip, and uh, I'm still not looking at you. Um, it was more than an hour. So everybody's not just 20 minutes of my right, right, right. You know, you're going to come in after she's drop down a little bit and uh oh i don't know how to start you want to start or you want me to start talking or what would you well, like no like i said i had had a past experience on my own and um it all came together with this that's all i can say you know everything fit together so well and there's just there's a couple things that didn't come out that are actually out there like who came back with me to this life there were three people that came back to me with this life. But, uh, you know, I, I, I thought it turned out well. I don't want to give a lot away. Um, the two people who are involved in this past life thing, in, in my past life, know who they are. So I went ahead with this video. You're going to hear a little bit with the audio because I get so deep into what I, you know, into doing this that on the original audio, you can't barely hear me. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, you know... Uh, amplifying some of the audio so you'll see some weird spots where, where, where the audio is stronger than it is in other spots once i figured out you know did that a few times 
I figured out what the balance was, so you're not going to get that with me. But you'll be able to hear my responses. Um, but yeah, the two people that that are, I can say, directly involved in this that are in my life today know it, and they they didn't want the name used, which I'm fine with. It's okay, you know. Um, they're very good about it. <laughs> I had a good laugh with both of them the other night when when I called them and said, "Hey, guess what?" You know, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, so. Well, you know, let's give people some a couple more minutes to get in. It's only six thirty-three. You know, the people that want to come in and watch. Okay, six thirty. <laughs> Good for you for having a clock, Andy. I forget you know, my like, like I said at the beginning of the show. I'm still kind of thrown off, so give me a minute to get my bearings. Again, <laughs> oh, it's you know, so fun, everybody! We, we were laughing, and it was kind of like, "Let's get started." And yeah. oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, relax. TikTok last week, and and and. And I've discovered these people that, that 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 do nothing but go to Disneyland. Oh, so I've been waiting for right like all week. I've been I've been like I've been like pouring over my phone, wait, waiting to go on Rise of the Resistance. You know. Okay. So finally, what is it? Ten minutes before the show starts. <laughs> so as the show is Let's starting, relax. The, the numbers are ticking down. They're like almost done with the ride. So I'm watching the ride and trying to figure out how I'm going to push the buttons and figure out you know to get the phone shut down and stuff. So I'm still thinking about. Uh, that I'm running away from Kylo Ren here. So yeah. Uh it that was would have been a great job for me. You know that? Mm -hmm. That what? would have been a good thing for me. What? To be a TikToker that goes to Disneyland all day. Get, that would have fit pop. my personality well. You know, go popping through there all day and hit the rides and and all that. Well, let me talk about past life aggression while yes. waiting for people to come in. They're going to think that we're not talking about this tonight, but oh, we, we want to do it at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Let's focus a little here, Jar. <laughs> well, I was looking forward to this only because Shar and I have a pretty good rapport. And it would been it was easy because she trusts me, and uh, and I'm easy to talk to. So it's. Uh, but I want to share with you. There's many different ways for past life regressions to work, and I've. I've had a lot of sitting in oh, front of me clients for 15 years, moved out of state and moved to Sierra Vista, where I was part of what they call the learning exchange. And that's when I was introduced to the idea of multiple people in a group. And I tell you, that's really fun. <laughs> I just, and then the next step was to not only get involved with groups, but over the phone, um, I bet you're not hearing me very clearly. I forgot to put the wand down. Um, when you do a group and you're my head, what I enjoyed the most, and this is what happened to Shar, I have to share, she knows this, is that while I'm talking, I lower my voice. And while I'm talking, I'm using me to facilitate someone dropping down. So in that learning exchange environment versus when I had people come to my home and I don't have enough time tonight to give you examples of maybe I did the night we decided to do this. I think I did give a couple profound, profound, but I use my energy to lower people. If I feel like there's any resistance, I did it sharp because we didn't have that much time. Mm -hmm. And at one point I says, do you feel me? Sharp? She says, yes, I feel <laughs> So in, in the past one, I've had people come to my home for readings, or if I'm doing a phone session with someone I trust, I will say, they trust me, and I'll say, can you feel me? Oh, yes, I can feel you over my shoulders, and it's over and over and over, because the entrance to time is here for me and for you. So when I touch 
somebody with my mind, I call it. I'm also doing the past life regression. Uh, we set it up. We determine what kind of personality type she is. Uh, there's two types. There's uh, people who are visual like me. I was an artist and I have artwork and everything all around me all the time. And then we have the analytical uh, newspaper reporter, uh, <laughs> facts and figures, uh, all that. So prove it to me, Nancy. Gosh dang it. You know, in the middle of a <laughs> cemetery tour that people really walk around with this it can't be seen and I made a believer out of her for sure anyway I I mentioned that to her and I don't know if I was prompted to do this but she is one of those I will not see per people and as soon as we started I went ooh, because I've had 90% of people or the very very visual immensely visual and they're describing all the buttons on their shirt in the past life and all kinds of my hair. <laughs> Let's move on. And uh, she started right out without being able to see anybody. So I had to recalculate my mind how I was going to have her start this session because I wanted to be successful and I wanted to have fun with this. And uh, you have to get to a place where you've got to ask somebody something, you've got to reword it. So there's a little couple places where you hear me pause and I go, wait a minute, I can't ask like that because she's not seeing, she's experiencing it through feeling. And a way around that, you would say, well, people in her life, how it? So what you do is you make them remember somebody that's important to them. Like you're gonna hear that she was a gentleman in the past life, he was married. Remember who you were married to. Have her walk towards you. What is she wearing? What does she look like? Did you have children? What did that child? So you make them remember like, in that life, he saw them and put that memory in their, his mind. And then he was, a, a, she was able to access his memory, because remember, that's her, and bring those figures forward. i kind of curious. I, I always ask people, I know I always, but I kind of wonder sometimes why we pick what lives we do. And so I saw a life, perhaps, I had a flash like three seconds worth, four seconds. I saw myself as a initiative to be a nun. And I feel like I have brown clothing on and I'm scrubbing the floors and I might not live very long. And my thoughts at that moment where I'm never gonna talk to people. She wanted to be part of the community. She wanted to help people in their lives. And so with a difficult marriage, difficult children, um, it was what it is. We were young. I mean, how do we know anything? So. And I got cancer at 39. Then I got divorced. And a year and a half later, the doctor says, maybe you're going to live. And I was on my birthday, of all things. So driving home, I said the prayer, thank you for life and my sanity. And if you wish, I'll work for the rest of my life. I bet you there's some of the audience that understands that. I was Volkswagen, of course. <laughs> of course, right? And I'm driving my Volkswagen. And the car shook. And I look around and go, oh, right. <laughs> No, my car was driving just fine. It was like I realized, oh, someone heard me. I had no idea what that meant. But um, a week later, I entered the Spirit of Grace, May 4th, 1990. And that opened the door for all these possibilities, including, which I resisted, past life. And it astounded me. And so that's the reason at this age, a lot of people come to me for everything. Uh, midlife crisis, death, dying, and grieving, love relationships. I'm going to have a baby. What's the baby going to look like? I had a couple, going to have a grandchild. And I've been telling them all along a child is going to show up. And I described this baby. 
that the daughter, I thought she would already have it or be pregnant. And uh, I said, this girl is going to have the cutest, rosy, you know, a little bit of olive, but rounded cheeks with the hair, ash color. And I says, when's the baby due? August. I says, August? Well, she must have had a sonogram. What is it? And he says, well, it's a girl. I went, but you, <laughs> haven't I been saying that all the while? Those are the things most people talk to me about, business, marketing. But then there's this sweet little space where people say to me, who was I in a past life? And in the course of a reading, a lot of you talk to me and also I'll have a vision of you somewhere else or a child. And I'll say, that life is influencing this one. And I'll give a description of the child as it's growing up and what the career path will be. And the mother will go, oh my God, that's so, that just applies at life. And I go, I can't make anything up. Yes, I'm an artist, but I'm not very creative. Yes, I want to write, but it's a lot of work for me. So I don't sit around trying to think of all the lives around the world. And I was going to mention Sierra Vista. Most people come were seniors, <laughs> older. <laughs> and this was 15, 20 years back. Oh, seven, eight, nine uh, at the height of the recession. And uh, most of them are very older, gray hair peoples. And this one lady, I'll never forget her. She's watching this. Nancy, if you watch this, let's get back to me. Let's see if we can find out who this is. She was sitting here and I was doing like 30 some people past life regression, loving every second of it as I watch people. And I looked at her and I saw this hairy caveman look and I go, oh, this is going to be fun. So I picked a few other people out and looked over here and I didn't want to just point at her. And I says, there's a couple people here I just step into. And one of them was a caveman and this little tiny thin older that was me and i says if i can see it honey it is not a dream and she just loved it same with char she went to a past life where she experienced something she would not have thought of though she likes animals and she likes the outdoors but the man had success so i want char to start if she's going to play something she's going to talk about it and what it felt like when we started and what it felt like for her to get that first glimpse. Now, Shar, it's your turn, honey. Okay, I want to, since I'm teaching a psychic development class tomorrow, uh, I want to clarify this too, is that as a, as a psychic using my abilities, I don't see stuff. Very rarely do, do I see, like Nancy says, I'm not a seer. Whatever comes in, if I see it, has to be very strong for me to see it. So I can feel when a ghost is in the room with me. I can feel it by the energy, whether it's a male or female. I can do that stuff. I can also send like um, uh, like like if I want to send you a message mentally, I can do that because I that's what part of what I train for mm -hmm. too. But I'm not that I'm more of a physical psychic to where I you know to, to where I can feel them. So I kind of knew that's why last week when we talked about me dozing off and stuff, I had been I had been working up my meditation skills. I had restarted those because I knew that this was going to be similar to meditation, so I could get myself into that that dark zone to where Nancy could do this to let her in. So that's, so, so that's where I decided, that's where I took myself with this. Um, to give you a little background real quick before we, we get into this, a friend of mine had some issues in her house and she asked the team to go out and investigate. So the night before we did the investigation, I had this dream and it was strange because it wasn't like a dream, you know, when you're walking around, it's all colorful and la, 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 la. It was like one of those old time photos that's tinted 
it was more of a tan tint that I saw, like like those old time photographs you take over at you know the fair when you're standing mm -hmm. there. And in this dream, there was a woman in front of me, and in a dress. That's all I could see. But I knew in this dream that this woman was my wife. So I get up the next day and I'm thinking, wow, what a weird dream. So I go to this prelim and as I'm sitting there talking to the client who is a friend of mine, this overwhelming emotion came over me and I could not control it. The only way I could explain it is if you guys have seen the movie Twilight and Jacob walks in on Renesmee for the first time. He's the wolf man. That whole, yeah. that whole imprinting thing. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what it felt like. Everything just went uh, upside down. Everybody on my team noticed the difference in me when I was talking to her. I had to step out of the house. Wow. But at the same time, she was feeling stuff too. In fact, later on during the, the interview with her that day, I said, we've always had this connection. And she said, yeah, I, I felt it too. And this is a friend that, I, you know, we close i don't know you know semi-close where we were in like each other's orbit all the time where like with california haunts that's what brought us together essentially with california haunts in that she would come to our events and then she kind of fade off she's a friend on facebook and i and i would keep an eye on her because she had her own family and all this was going on you know and um then she had a traumatic experience in her life which, which i'm not gonna admit i'm not gonna say what it was but let's put it this way when it happened I could hear her in my head and I didn't know why this is all leading up to this dream. So after I had the meeting with her that day, it finally dawned on me what it was. And then the next night when we did the investigation or two nights later, the team was really good about it. They went ahead and did the investigation and I sat down with her and talked. Mm. And we had a discussion about it. And so, you know, it's one of these things we both, we're still really good friends. You know, we both understand that, that that happened like way back in a past life. But in getting the opportunity to do this with Nancy, I was able to go back and kind of nail down the time frame and nail down what our life was like. You know, did we, you know, did we have kids in this other life? So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool the way it turned out. Well, start with a session. So here we go. Okay, guys. So. All right, Nancy and I are gonna disappear here. We got about 20 minutes and you'll see me like look you'll see me look like I did last Friday a couple of times. <laughs> here we go. Mind alone. Any noise you hear outside of just my voice, it will be muffled by your ears. The chair you're sitting in and in the room you are in will just will become dark and move away from you energy-wise. You'll feel yourself floating in that chair without realizing how big the chair is or where the chair sits. At the count of three, I want you to double the effect. With a count of one, become soft and blend with the chair and relax all your muscles. One. With the next number, calm your mind and only hear my voice 
and forget your limbs and what they feel like against the chair. You are now only one shape. Two. With the next number three, I want you to go deep into your mind. I want you to travel in your mind backward. And as you do so, you will pass over the years of turbulence. You will pass over the years of a childhood. You will pass through and go between this life and other lives. And as you are floating, three, go back, go back. You are now at three and you're floating. You feel weightlessness. You feel without limbs. Your muscles are all relaxed. Your mind is at peace. And you have floated through time prior to your birth. And you are now in a space of which there are no boundaries. Relax. And prior to birth, the air feels light all around you. There doesn't seem to be anything near you as you put your mind to a peaceful place where there is no fear, no pain, no voices, just relax state of deep sleep. Relax. In the state you're in, I want you to become aware with your eyes closed, there seems to be something moving towards you. And as it gets closer, it feels like you may be being put upright as though you're beginning to stand up in your mind. I want you to stand up in your mind and with total relaxation, with your arms in front of you or to the side, whatever it is that you acquired new arms, having your head lifted up in your mind, at the count of one, open your eyes with the darkness all around you. A door has come to you and the top part of the door is glass. It's about four feet away and there seems to be a glow to it as though there's a mystery on the other side. Shar, open your eyes and see the door. You're now in a standing position, yet you feel weightlessness. You seem to be secure, but there's nothing frightening around you. You're completely at peace. You look at this door and you wonder, what is this door for? You are about four, five steps away and you want to go there to see what's through the glass. Why don't you take a step forward in your mind? Curiosity. I want you to visit a place you once were and lived. I want you to visit a place from the past. I don't know how far back, but a, pay, a place where you once lived that was important to you. And when you go another step, please, one more step. And in this place, 
you will feel no harm coming to you because you are only somebody to witness the past. You're going to take the information, you hold it, you can say out loud what you're picking up, but without fear or damage to you anyway, like watching a movie, you have not opened the door, you'll be looking through the glass. Take another step. You're one step away from the door. Look at the door, it's glass. Through the glass, is it possible for you to tell me what you're looking at? No. One more step so that you're gla the glass in front of you. You can put your fingers and hands to the glass. The glass is see-through, and you're looking into the past, into a life of before. It is your choice to only look through the glass, or you can open that door and take a step into that past life to be a witness, your choice. Are you touching the glass? Are you looking through the glass? Yes. Can you see? No. No? Would you like to open the door and look? Sure. Take one step back. With either hand, take the doorknob and open the door. You're going to go back to a life on a day where there's no pain, suffering, or discord. It is only to be able to look around and step through the door to the floor or the ground of that lifetime. What are you seeing? Nothing. Tim, give me a, a sense of what you have on. Or feel your hands. Are you have a man's pair of hands? Or do you have a woman's pair of hands? Feels like a man's. And when you stand there upright, what kind of shoes do you have on that you have against the ground? Or are you wearing nothing on your feet? Feels like boots. Feel what you have as a jacket or a shirt. Or a wrap, a blanket. What kind of clothing do you have on? Feels like a shirt. Just a shirt. So is the weather very nice and dry outside? Yes. So you're outside versus being inside. Reach down and touch the ground. Is there grass or dirt? Dirt. Dirt. In your mind, do you have someone that calls you husband or a person that is in love with you? In love with me. In your mind, Bring that person close to you. Is this a child, a woman, a father? Who is this person to you? Woman. In your mind, visualize what she looks like. 
and give a description. What does she have on? Dress. What year do you feel like you're living? 1878. And so does this woman have a dress on that you would see in a Western attire? Yes. And the boots you have on, is this because you are outdoors, horse, rancher, stagecoach? What kind of job does this man have? Horse. Say it one more time. Horse. Horse. And does this man drive for business? Or is he someone that uses a horse to travel from biz, uh, from house to town? Why does he ride a horse? Cattle. Cattle. He's a rancher. Hard-working man. In your mind, how old do you feel like this man is? 23. 33? 23. 23. Oh, he's a young man. So he might not have a family. So he might at 23 be part of a larger ranch like he is um, cattle man, cattle drive type of person, cattle runs. He's part of the crew. Yes. In your mind, is it possible for this man to remember his parents? A sense of might be where they live and where he was born? Yes. Can you tell where he was born? One room. You don't know? One room. One room. So he might have not been born in a big city and traveled to the West, but his parents gave him life on the frontier. Yes. Very good. Very good. On the day you're feeling this man, he works hard. What is he happy about? He likes the outside. He likes the air. He likes to be free. If he is an unhappy man, what is he striving or in strife about? What is he, he missing? Go ahead. He wants to have a better life. In this life, on this nice day, riding the horses on the range, fresh air, he's busy with his men people and with the cattle, and he has a girlfriend. I'd like to go forward three, four, five years and tell me what you're sensing with him. Is he still a cow hand or has he moved to um, the local town. Still a cow hand. 
All right. Has anything changed in his life in five years? Did he get married? Yes. And in those years, possibly, did he have a child already? Yes. Is he still a happy man? Yes. Pretty fulfilling life. Without fear, without feeling anything, let's go ahead another five years and let me let me know the progress of this man. Has he started another business? Has he continued to be a cowman, cowboy? He has his own ranch. He's gotten. He's now on the ranch. He owns his own ranch. He has his own ranch. Was this what he was able to inherit from his father, or he made the money and? He now owns it outright. He owns it outright. A lot of success in this young man's life. And so he might be close to 30 or 32, 33. Mm -hmm. And he has one child or two or three. One, one, one child. child. Is this a boy or a girl? It's a girl. And is it possible you can put her in your memory and look at her and tell me if you know her name? Really? Oh, wonderful name. Do you remember? Can you tell me what your wife's name is? Elizabeth. Elizabeth is talking to you and she's inviting you into the house for dinner. What does she call you? What name does she call to you? James. And James, does he have a last name? Butchrick. Okay. And now that he has a, his own ranch, he's very proud. Did he move away from where he had been working? And if so, what state does he now live in? Minnesota. He has a ranch in Minnesota. Lots of trees. So he's no longer in the dirt. He's now in the grass and the trees. Yes. Because this life is very important to Charlotte, this man has a lot of ambition and so does Char. What other talents and interests does this man have that was brought into Charlotte's life to pursue? He likes music. Ah. Did he play a musical instrument? He's trying. Does he sing? Yes. Yes. Let's go five years more at 35 to 37. How is this man doing? You have a sense of more accomplishment, new hobbies? Ranch is bigger. 
So he's grown it larger, acquired more. Um, in this ranch, does he have cattle or horses? Cattle. And horses. I want you just to pause for a minute. And I imagine he's very happy with the wife and the child. And he has farm hands now working for him. In this life and that life, while you're on the ranch, while this man is on the ranch, look around and see if you recognize anybody that has come into this life with you. My mother. And who who was your mother in that life? Friend of my wife. So your mother was Elizabeth. A friend of my wife. A friend of Elizabeth. Yes. In that lifetime, I know he loved his ranch. And he's about 35 years old now. What are you pursuing in this life that he wished that he could have in that life? To be well known. So even though he was very successful and very happy to be a ranch hand, he had his crew he was very successful, but he was lonely for the acknowledgement of his hard work. Yes. Let's move forward to the time when he's a year or so before his death in that lifetime. Has he told, has he had a sense of regret? They Something have, which- They didn't have more children more children and did Lily come into this lifetime with you yes and who is she to you now well my best friend which one Marissa. so Marissa was your daughter in that lifetime yes and as you become an older man, a year from your death, did Elizabeth marry and have children? Lily, yes. Oh, pardon me, Lily. And were they able to live there and did you have grandchildren? I did. So family was very important to you then and yes. brought forward the feeling of family in this lifetime. So you have two lifetimes with loving people then and loving people around you now. As an older man, now are you satisfied? Yes. At a day before your death, a day before your death, the family has gathered and all your relatives have come around to say goodbye. Are you aware of what you're dying from? Yes. What is it, dear? TV. 
TB? Yes. And do you have any idea of what year it is? Late 1800s. Close to 1900s. Okay. 1890s? Something like that. Mm hmm I'm going to let you allow this man, a day before he dies, close his eyes. And with a smile on his face, he goes to sleep. And he will sleep through and then go beyond and step into from him now to you. You have felt no pain, no suffering. The man had a happy life. He was very satisfied, but he wished that he could have been more, that he could stretch his arms out and accomplished and been known for his hard work. Do you feel that this is the reason you picked Shar? Yes. As you, of your age today, do you have a feeling of why this man chose this body for this point on? Yes. And can you say what that is? To help me strive. To, to, to do my dream, you know, do, do my dreams. Just as he did. Could you say that one more time, please? To help me, I guess, to help me attain my dreams like okay. he attained his. And that is the message that you will take and keep with That's good. That's fine. That works. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what happened, but okay. All right. Let me, uh, <laughs> we're good. I do want to point out, um, I kept my eyes closed because I was seeing, feeling, but I was in the sensation of everything Char was going through. I was also feeling it because of what I do for a living. I was easy to blend with her and kind of push her to, to experience um, there was a few times I even saw the door with the glass on it and it was a, um, I, I wouldn't know the word, but a frosted glass and mm -hmm. I could see the color, the, the light coming through, but there was no visual. And at that point I'm going, Hmm, <laughs> she's not a visual. <laughs> we got to go in that door, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why I was intent on getting as much as I could. Um, from the time that we started 1870, at 23 and then he died and I heard the well someone else could hear different but 1898 so from 23 in the 70s to he really didn't live a long time so 5750 oops 5750 only 40 something years but that's, uh, that was normal no, I went better in the 50s 60s range because he's 23 in the 70s somewhere okay, let me check this out so let's let's figure roughly 1900 we'll just say it for for fun Minus 1878. Oh, he, you picked up 1878 when he was 23? That meant. What, what year it was? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember you nailing it down to. It was 1878. I, I didn't remember that. I thought it was uh, 1870, 323 something. But anyway, okay. so 50 in those years was old, though, too. And young people didn't always marry early. A lot of women married a lot older men. So his meeting her um, 
you know, at that age and marrying young. My grandmother. Um, oh, that's met. right. Because he was 23 in 1878. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, no. But in those years, women often wouldn't marry until the man was a lot older. In that case, it was rare. Uh, they married very young. But my grandmother married a man very young. Her father was a, a rancher, owned the ranch, and she married at 17 a cowhand. So that does happen, ran away. So um, I think there was a little, a few other questions I asked, but I was writing down 50. in case 50. Shark. 50. 50, that's, 50, that's not very old. No, but in those years, I guess he would have considered old man. He probably even addressed him and said, hey, well, old man. Did, because when you look at uh, Charles Ingalls, he died yeah. at like 43. Well, really? The actual Paul Ingalls, yeah. He didn't live he didn't live really long. Hmm. So all those guys, because they, they work so hard, you know. on the horses, and that's how it was. Um, and in and those years, a lot of women didn't live long. And they probably lost a lot of children, unfortunately. You know, death was very common. Um, I remember my mother's generation, you talk about her mother. And of course, my mother was born 1900, um, not being emotionally very connected to children. And they would have a lot of children because they died. Mm -hmm. And you can't bond very clear, very easily. And I remember my mom, um, <clears throat> when she passed, she was 83 and 09 and uh, passed in this lifetime. What I, afterward, what you missed, um, I'm very honest about this. I, I love women things and uh but i don't like talking about babies and you know i'm very strong and i often see myself as more male lifetimes than not and uh and i saw this in char and as a man that wanted the challenge of being successful he died so young clearly he didn't get it so he picked char and she has had a lot of family dynamic issues health issues it's almost like let's pick that person there just for the heck of it let's do it really the hard way i'm going to be successful i'm going to go forward and i'm going to be a woman this time i'm going to have a family so it's almost like you put in front of you more obstacles because as you jump over these obstacles it proves to you that you're even more successful because of the obstacles and i have to say the same with me i um i was had 24 years specific belt in the last seven years i was manager I was making as much money as possible, then cancer and divorce. And then two and a half years later, I, I gave that up to do this. Yet that didn't stop me. It's, it's pushed me even harder because I was going to be successful in the telephone company because I was so young, I was going to go up. But instead I had here, and sometimes the challenge of the life is what makes the life more interesting and more valuable. And that's what Shara's gotten here. Shara, mm -hmm. your comments? Um. It has, and it didn't go the way I thought it would. You know, I didn't expect it to go that way. You know, I don't oh. know what I was expecting as far as who I was in the past life. You know, I didn't expect to be somebody famous. I mean, a lot of people want to come out being Cleopatra. <laughs> I didn't expect that, but I didn't. You know, the, the it just it just I, I didn't expect cattle. <laughs> you know? Really? And you had that house in Montague. I had their awesome open range and everything. Know, so maybe that was part of it, but you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just, it, it wasn't was, a life you were expecting. If you could say, what were you thinking you might expect? What kind of life? 
I only saw it because I was so into music and I knew so much about it that like in the 50s or something, I was like a DJ. Ah. Something like that. Sorry, you know, honey. Never occurred to me. <laughs> no, never occurred to me. I'd be like Paul Engels playing the violin. <laughs> you know. But um, I mean it's cool because like I said, it, it confirmed it helped confirm the incident that happened. Mm-hmm, and that was mm-hmm. important to me to try and figure out where that came from. And so it helped confirm that. My daughter Lily. <laughs> I had a good laugh about that. So, and, and so did the person. You know, we all had a good laugh. I, I got on the phone and called everybody and said, "Look, this is a, we confirmed this and this happened." You know, but um, yeah. I mean, it, it's cool. It's cool. It's interesting to see who comes with you into your, you know, yeah. your future lives. Uh, over time, uh, my family being Westerns on one side, uh, my father was from Upper New York State and from a better family. So his mother was very objective to him marrying an Indian looking woman. <laughs> but it's always been in my life. And I married my second husband and we had this great opportunity for an adventure and moved to Sierra Vista next door to Tombstone, Arizona. And I had an officer for a year and um, we already talked about that. And then one day Larry said to me that he had a vision. And this is a man that was never into this. Absolutely not. His wife died kind, gentle friends of his suggested mediums. And one thing led to another, he met me and that's, that was that. Um, he said he had a dream that we were part of that territory. So you have Sierra Vista, you have Tombstone. Oh my gosh, I just, my mind went Bisbee. And then you have all the Western towns going all the way up to Tombs, Tucson. And, um, I didn't, I didn't say no. It felt like, right, because when I was in Tombstone, it felt comfortable. I really, really had a great adventure. And that's where I met Professor Gary Swartz. And so naturally afterward, I realized, well, that was the reason I needed to be there. The, the other thing I wanted to ask you to share with the audience, because uh, I did push you down a little further. And I did ask you, you did say you could feel me. But what did it feel like? for you to drop down in your mind, how much of this environment disappeared around you? Everything disappeared. Nothing but you, black. Total black. And as when, when we meditate, um, I own, I do meditate, um, but actually I don't need to because I step out of myself and that's a matter of meditation is to step out of your stuff and get, I do it every time I have a, a client. And even when I do readings on the air, blog, blog talk radio for seven or eight years in the early 2000s, and I would step out of people. And if I had a bad day, I would feel great because I stepped out and got out of my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when you do a past life regression over the years, people would say, when they come back, they'd have this experience. And I've already told you the one in Egypt. Um, and, um, Oh my God, my head is full. I got so many stories, but it seems like when they come back, even in the group of 30 some people, must have been six, seven, six times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, people would say, Gosh, I feel wonderful. That's because you get out of your stuff and it's a form of meditation. It also is a form of super relaxation. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I wanted to share, talk about. Did you disappear into the chair? Did you um, hear any noise around you? Did you? Go ahead, you talk. I didn't hear anything around me. And uh, it was just, it's kind of like a, the thing I, I can compare it to is I went in to get some back injections a few years ago when they first diagnosed my spine. And I had just learned how to take myself down through meditation into that 
that that that that white space down there you mm-hmm. know to to not have the pain or anything i didn't take any pain things with it and it was like that it was a real light feeling i was floating it was dark i was floating but see i'm afraid of the dark but i wasn't afraid to do that uh was that because i i put you there is because you know me and you felt safe with me probably because i felt safe with you you know because normally the dark would bother me but when i meditate to be honest i don't see stuff when i meditate either I mean, the only time I see stuff is when I'm, I pointedly leave my body, like you say, I pointedly leave my body and I go towards the, the, the spirit library or wherever. Otherwise, it's, it's darkness for me to walk around. But you're not a visual person anyway. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so people who have a lot of um, invisible, I call them white feather, um, invisible fears, or mm-hmm. there's usually in childhood or past life, and they have an experience, oh my God, oh my God, but it isn't this lifetime phobia it's something from the past mm-hmm. and i express it as though you hold a white feather up in front of you and you have this phobia and you don't know what's causing the feather to bend over but it's all the energy of your fear so when you go in past life and you're not a seeing person i got to be sure that we're comfortable relaxed because that's the last thing you don't want is to have a, a trauma and i did i have had people have traumas and uh i have to move them out of the body not experience it as a person and be a witness and that's really important that you understand that no one who does this, and I know that a lot of people say, well, don't want to do it on Skype. I'm going to find a person. Hey, that's just do it. Somebody that you network with and say, that person's good. I trust her. Cause that's most of it. And, um, okay, I have to say that I, I, I trained for about a year with someone else and which helped, you know, you through all last summer and everything, but, um, her energy, she was so like a busy bee all the time. And so her energy was very chaotic. You trained, know, I mean, your psychic training or trained uh, with meditation training and stuff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, it was, I'm not going to say chaotic, but it was always, you know, like, like, like the energy was always whooshing around. Mm-hmm. But with you, it was real calm. You have a very calm energy. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm also doing it with you too. Right. And so I know I have to be, it's so hard to explain that, but people have readings by me, I become them. I put myself in that space and I do that every time you move me. Oh, I want to talk about this person there. I move to that person, become them. That's why you get the answers like you do from me. Mm -hmm. So I notice I do that. I can do that also. Oh, I just thought of somebody else. Anyway, I prefer not to do abductions, everybody. I just remember I did have one of those. (laughs) <laughs> and I've kind of put my mind away from that only because I don't know if that's the thing I'm most trained at, but this gentleman did have it. And I found myself pushing harder and pushing away the fear that was mounting. Cause I, I wanted to have the experience, but it, it just, I almost say his name. I'm going, ah, um, <laughs> Those long needles they put in your navel, you know, <laughs> the pregnancy test. Right. Well, it wasn't, so much of that is the, um, and you have to appreciate um, what would happen if you saw an alien maybe outside your house. How yeah. would you react? And that moment, even though you talk about it every day, you go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and he was going, oh, shit. And I was going, calm down. You're only witnessing this. Yeah. You get to that place. <laughs> right? I've had people in past life regression just start bawling their eyes out because they're all grateful or they're happy or, um, if you're in the business all the time, there may be people who are readers. And the longer you do this every day, um, people say, what days of the week you're off? I go, 
when no one calls me. <laughs> I take off. I'm busy. So if you're calling and say, I want something today, a lot of times you can't get me because the night before, I'll look at my calendar. There's no one there. That's when I do my shopping. I'll go out and play or do whatever I do. Um, but it's important that you feel comfortable. It's important that you allow. It's important that you get somebody that referred you to somebody. You have to identify who you are, someone who sees or someone who feels. The other thing is, and this is also very important, just be lenient. And a lot of times we'll go back into a past life. And unfortunately, you may be of a culture that you are not now. And maybe you wouldn't like this. I had a young man and he was Hispanic, I think, or mixed here in the United States. He found himself in Iraq. And he was young enough that he got caught up in that war and died as a sick soldier. I'm used to tell him, remembering my shift. <laughs> and it wasn't like an uncomfortable and it, it confused him because he couldn't see the point of it because he died soon. And I don't remember the whole thing. I'm, you can hear I'm, I'm just flashing back because I have in my mind many people. But I think it was that he died quickly and that he wanted life and came back as a man. And I think he would had a military family. So it was kind of like a combination. Yet Edgar Casey said that we will come back and the same groups over and over. So like in India, uh, Jeffrey, Dr. Jeffrey Long, he did all these investigations of children who remember being in the village next door in the same complex, same area. Yet I had a lifetime of myself being a black man in the very deep South. It must've been 200 years ago. So, and uh, he had a, more than a shack and a porch and I'm a big man, I'm in a chair and I see my head forward at the end of that life. So it was like I came in the day hours before his death. He's just sitting there and then he dips up. And I think, well, why was I showing that? What does that mean? I didn't, you know, I didn't get enough. And it was frustrating. So if you're doing your life as a, a reader, like Char, you get these flashes. It's your inside person saying, it's time for you to know this. Mm -hmm. except what's happened in your life because it relates back to the life you had before. That's the point I was trying to make. And a lot of people don't get that. If you have a flash um, of maybe you won't live, live past this age, well, in a past life, you did die at that age. And when I was younger, I didn't think I'd live to be uh, 52 or past 52. Yeah, I got cancer at 39 and I did think I was going to die. It popped me to get divorced and change my career. I thought I was going to die. I didn't. So when I was turned 52, I went, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm clearly in my 70s. So it's uh, it was a point in a past life. And Shaw, that'd be curious too, because in this lifetime, have you did you have you ever had a feeling of not living past 50? No. It, so that didn't influence you that way. No. A lot of people will talk like that. Yeah, no. You've heard people on the streets and on TV and say, you know, have a good life. I'm not going to live to be 21. You know, you've heard people, people say things like that. And you wonder if they did pass away or was that a past life yeah, no, situation? Yeah, no, like that. Um, I, uh, I pick up things. In my lifetime, we talk of phobias. And uh, I have a fear of fire. So where did that come from? And drives everybody crazy. <laughs> You know, she's thinking of fire again. Well, let's hope it's not the future, but I do believe it was the past. Mm -hmm. And so you might want to look at your phobias and sit in a quiet chair 
and think about that phobia and go and say, I want to relax, relax. But in your mind, think of that fear. Where did it come from? And see if you get a flash of that. I think that people who would be watching this, maybe people who are more than average day, average Joe of America, and they have more intuitive ability, abilities. And I think that people do, they should concentrate, not concentrate, but relax and enjoy that gift. And so you can develop and see if you can get flashes of past lives. Hey, there's a question in the chat room about health. Like, uh, like um, yes, we do carry our, like, like, some health issues do carry over. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. The backup question to this is that, um, do these health issues, I'm trying to read this. God, I need to <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Contacts and not these temporary things would be fine. Do these health issues in this life disappear if you're regressed to the past life where they originated? I love that. And the reason I, I do love that, um, in this lifetime, I've had cancer and I've also had Graves' disease. Now, my grandmother being Indian, my mother looked like her father, but had who's um, Caucasian, but she had the color of, of Indian. So my mother's older sister looked exactly like the grandmother who I also look like. And so most of you don't know, I, I had a, an accident and broke my nose. So the doctor did this up, but I had one of those Indian nodes at one time. So it's, this is not what I was born with. I had a big straight nose and, you know, I was 21, 20 years old and stupid. So broke my nose. And uh, that aunt had cancer and Graves' disease. So clearly, if I got regressed back, I couldn't fix what my body inherited. Yet, um, you've heard of uh, invisible pain. You've heard of, um, I had this great opportunity. I had someone sponsor me for a theater in the round. And it was the Madison Inn, 80 at Madison, and, and the I-80 and Madison Avenue. And we were talking about past life and woundology. And I was talking about people and this man way out the back row. I think I mentioned, because this was kind of like interesting to me. He said, oh, I've had this invisible problem. No one can find a problem with this stomach and it's just been awful. He was not a heavy man, but he was a little fuller bodied. And just as saying this, my arm attached and became a man's with this huge sword. And I leaned back and visibly, I leaned back and I stabbed him. And he went, ah, like this. I says, I know why you have a stomach problem. You were stabbed to death in your stomach. And that's what's killed you. Now you can let that go. So there are issues like that, physical issues. Mental is absolutely. Um, if you, geez, I'm just thinking about a little girl that got, anybody in the audience on the prairie also have trouble? Um, I don't go any further. So sometimes you can bring wounds from the past. And if you got regress, absolutely discover those problems. And Brian Weiss, Many Lives, Many Masters, that's how he started. So look his book up, Many Lives, Many Masters. It was a colleague who had a secretary. And unfortunately, she had so many phobias, she could hardly do her life. And then he took her back. And every phobia they discovered, the reason she no longer suffered from it. And I do believe that. As far as illnesses, I think there are illnesses that once you discover, but I wouldn't know about things like the cancer I got or the Graves' disease. I'm normally a pretty healthy person, but the Graves' disease um, caused other issues. So I've had, I've had more than most people. 
uh, that I was healthy and ate well and I was an athlete, never smoked, day drink, people go, oh my gosh, you look so healthy and you've had all these problems. Well, there you are. For me to be able to have this career, this job and give back, I had to find a flesh that was capable to have the gift to be able to do this. So as a spirit person, I went, oh, that's a good life. Oh boy, look at this, look at this, look at the strife and problems you have. That will build. So I say to people, I've walked the talk. Not many things that you could talk to me about that I haven't done. I haven't had experience. So sometimes life experiences give you more depth. Experience brings forth compassion. Uh, experience brings forth, um, because of all the thousands of people I talk to, there's a story for all of us. And I'm able to say, I understand this. And this is the information I can give you. Okay, Char, your turn. We've been an hour, so if you want to go a little longer, huh? I've blocked out most of my life. That's what Jen Martin says. Say it one more time. I don't know why I blocked out most of my life. Why? I don't know. That's what she's asking. You have blocked out most of your life? Jen. Question from the chat room. Oh, someone said that. Yeah. Hmm. Blocked out most of your life. That's a curious question. Be curious to know when she start remembering how far back you can go. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that. Um, I remember 18 months old and my mother said to me, oh, I remember exactly where you're talking about. We visit a friend and I described the steps and going to the house and to the right with the steps going up. Of course I would, right? <laughs> Mom missed me, came in and I was at the top of the staircase. And I remember that. She says, oh my gosh, you're only about 18 months old. So why can we do that? I have no idea. Shark, your turn. Athena says, I've had, um, oh, we have a Nancy in the chat room. I thought it was you. <laughs> no, I have, I have clients that are Nancy, so it could be. Yeah, the chat room, you know, that, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize, you know, okay, I thought it was you. I thought, boy, she I have, I have, I know, um, right this minute, two that keep in touch more regularly, really or three. I was really impressed. I thought, man, she can chit chat online and sit here and, and type. Okay. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, the question is, I've had serious health problems for several decades. What's the meaning in this? Do, do, do I choose to come back and have these? I know what this is. And the first thing I picked up and I don't, I know her and I'm not minimizing because I also have talked to her about, things I've gone through, but as a spirit person, if I pull you out of your body, you say nothing about it. You, it's almost like this is this life experiences. Like maybe you haven't had these before. It's very odd. I'm not getting your spirit speaking to me about heavy doom. I get, Oh, this is, this is this life's experience. And I don't, I do not see it early death for you. It's almost like, you just keep going like the energized bunny, but you have these conditions. And I've seen that in people before. It's like, this is the choice you made. Why? I don't know. Go ahead, Char. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at Nancy's post. That <laughs> was you. Show you where I'm at today. I used to be visual, but something is physically blocking it now. I can see that it's like, I actually see something physical, but shut it down. Okay. I, I'm positive I understand that. It, she's doing meditation or readings for somebody, and she 
Yeah, I guess, yeah. And then, and then she'll see something and then block it down. That's kind of interesting. Then become a feeling person. Don't say, <clears throat> like, everybody knows I see pictures and I describe people all the time. That's who I am. I'm very analytical that way. Um, but some people, if you block it, I don't feel like you're stopping it. You, you just interpret the information differently now. What? What, Char? This Nancy has had many, many readings from Nancy many, many years ago, like 94 to 2014. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't think confuse me in the chat room. This message has come fast and furious at me. Look, look at the night. We A lot did. of good people in the world, you know? You know? Jerry asked, are her health issues uh, from a past? Uh, are my health issues from past lives? Actually, one was. I want to go the second of the major ones. So you're going to have to look at, did she have three major health issues? Let's see. We'll wait for the answer. Please explain. Athena says she doesn't know you, but please explain further about her health issues. Uh, who asked about the health issues from the past life? Was that her? I've had a serious health. Oh, yeah, it just it just jumped on me because we got questions coming in. Let me get in here. This is Athena. I've had serious health issue problems. Yeah, for several decades. What's the meaning of this? Uh, do I choose to come back and experience bad health? That was her question. Which one was it that asked about it? Did are these from a past life? Was that her? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so that was Jerry. Uh, Jerry says yes. On, she's on, had three major ones. The second one was from a past life or influence. Okay. So off the air, explain that to me. Okay. Because I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for the lady that, oh, I forgot her name, Athena. Athena. Also an unusual answer to this. Almost like I want to say the challenge is set forth was her challenge, her health issues were brought forth to test her emotionally that she could come out and be a better person. It's almost like getting whipped against the post and you're going, I know I'm getting whipped, but I'm still alive. I'm going to have turkey dinner for dinner. Yay, turkey sandwich for dinner. It's like you're getting whipped to death every day, but you still see the beauty of the world. And that's what they're doing. You've asked for a life of challenges that you cannot escape. And, and on the other side, you're given the challenge, like, can you be happy? We're going to, you've asked for a tough life. We're going to give it to you. That doesn't mean from this day forth that you're going to have more. Right. It could be that one day you're going to go, well, we're done. Um, mine too. Well, I've had other things, but the two big ones, cancer and Graves disease had other things go wrong. Yet at no time that really, other than a flash in the moment, mm -hmm. I didn't know I was going to die. I've had four near-death situations, so it's not like I, I got out of it. But I think I picked this body for the last half of my life to do this. I started you know, at 42. Because I think this is so hard. You know, it's scary to think, but maybe in a past life, you were doing really, really well to the point that, you know, you were wealthy, had a great life. And so when you decided to come back, you wanted to experience this stuff. Who knows what, what what decision you made out of body upstairs, but absolutely, deal with I've it. heard that over and over. I told you about the two ladies that came to me, and one was struggling. Though she was successful, she never could get a promotion and make money. And yet, her partner, she just show up work and they give her promotion. She's making tons and tons of money. So the past life regression, the um, the masculine girl who 
seemed to get beat up all the time. She was an Egyptian princess. The evidence and the wealth that she exhibited on her body as I watched, remember, I get into the picture with her and I went, whoa, you know, like that's the life I wanted. Wouldn't that be fun, right? Mm -hmm. and, and she came back and she was astonished that the wealth and evidence and amazing. It was just like, oh, goosebumps, goosebumps. And, and so the, the reading was for her. We came back and her partner was bawling her eyes out. And she says, you never noticed me. I was your hand servant. And, and she had been leaning as she was at the end of the dock. They'd been from somewhere and it was a ceremony and the princess was putting something in the water. And yet this hand servant was at the end of the dock waiting for her. And we are so focused, the client myself, on what her lesson was. And so in that life, she had too much money. She had too much attention. She had, she never learned the value of this woman who loved her because she was her servant. So they came back as a couple and, and the servant had all this money. I'm not positive, but I don't think they made it. Mm -hmm. I, I think there was um, the realization of this situation. I think they were a couple for a few more years, but uh, it was too hard. It was too hard for the one who couldn't make it to have her have all this success. I'm not saying jealousy. I think maybe it was so hard because she wanted to so badly. And I think we have to do it, what I call the teeter-totter. So if, um, I, I don't know. I don't, in my life, I don't know that I, I shouldn't say that because I was, um, I did, I think in one of my lifetimes, because I've had so many flashes, most of 90% of them would be normal folk. Mm -hmm. No one's, no one with a name. <laughs> no one. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't know why, you know why i'm i'm sick like i am but i mean this is the life i'm good i was given so i guess deals of so you could accomplish and achieve and have whatever yeah and so, loving family you all agreed to come together i mean when i was in when i was in high school i, I was an athlete even out of high school you know i was playing basketball for the first five six years out of high school and if i didn't know it was gonna be like this i don't know man you know but i mean I think that that's part of what makes me persevere over it too, is that drive. Right. That's an excellent word. Persevere. How yeah. bad do you want something? Now the challenge is there, but you're still pushing. Absolutely. I'm just reading these. I can actually read these now. I blew them up. <laughs> this is why we want I'm not laughing at you. I have to need donations, people. Charlotte needs contacts. Okay. Um, I've had many visions of past. This is Nancy, the other Nancy. I've had many visions. Whoa, you guys are moving fast. I have had many visions of past lives, including actually feeling the feelings of three to four of them. That's what happened to me. Yeah. That's what happened to me when when I finally met, met up with my, I hate to say wife, but, you know, my, my, my soulmate. That's what exactly what happened to me. Uh, Jerry, have I ever been married in a past life? Sorry? Jerry, Jerry wonders if she's ever been married in a past life. Well, you know what, guys? Here's the deal. Everybody's been married in a past life. We ran out of time today, and it oh. was all about me. But next week, we're going to do what we promised. It'll be all about you guys. Okay? And I'm trying to figure out a way to do this, whether we're going to do it. If Nancy, Are you able to do this through the chat room like we're doing now for regression, or do we have to do it on the phone? Um, you want me to do past life regression for everybody? Well, no. I mean, you suggested last week that you could do like. Oh, 
I don't want to be able to read. I have to concentrate. Okay. So the only way we are is only the best way, unfortunately. I know okay. they're it has to be on screen or on the phone. Pardon me? Okay. So it has to be on screen or on the phone for you to do Where it. we are on the phone. Oh, I'm just saying for them. I don't need to hear them. Okay. okay. No, we're doing it fine. I can hook into these people just fine. Okay. I, so next week, I promise we'll get to you guys. It'll be about you and not about me. Oh, it's a whole show. It can't be like real deep, okay? Because you'll kill Nancy. <laughs> so, so we have to, you know, pick. It's like anything else. Like, like Jerry wants to know if she's been married. Things like that. So it's like we did when we did the, the psychic. That's too open-ended. Yeah, where, where you pick one thing and that's what you want to find out from your past life, okay? Because we don't want to delve into uh, a million things because poor Nancy has only so much energy, okay? The, Brian Weiss said it very calmly. I really watched everything on YouTube. You can look them up and, you know, everything. And he said, we might have been able to live thousands of lives. And I have seen and I have talked about that's cool. alternate energy beings. So there are planets out there that we could have, the universe is at their back door. I think we've had lots and lots of lives. This well, one, I, I think. Go ahead. Oh, she's talking about being married in past life. I haven't either, so it's all good. Okay. What's that? About being married. Like, you know, she was married in a past life, but she hasn't been married in this. Is that what you're doesn't, saying? It doesn't matter because you come in knowing if that's going to happen or not. And I tell people who say, oh, well, I haven't had a children. I'm so unhappy. I says, yes, but look at the dedication and time you've had for yourself to pursue who you are. Right. If you're feeling guilty, have 12 next time. But you picked a life where you wouldn't. Wow, check out Athena. I was on top of the on top of the world, three 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 degrees, Wall Street attorney, and then the Trade Center blew up. Wow. And you were on Wall Street at the time? I guess she was there, yeah. Whoa. Alyssa, welcome. I'm glad you can finally chat. What does Nancy need in order to read my past life? I don't think uh, if she does it here, I don't think she needs anything. She can just uh, ch mm -hmm. channel in with you. If, if The thing is that you have to appreciate, and I'm being kind about this. If there's something, and I do this in readings all the time, and mothers will call me up and talk about a child. And all of a sudden, I'll get a visual. And I go, I'm not talking to that child. I only give us a name. Yeah. And I go from her to the child and become part of their time. And if the child is working out something of a past life issue, that's thrown right in my face. I already shared with you um, the two women, teenagers, uh, 16, 17, or 17, 18. One was ballerina and one's a, a fashion designer. And then I told you about the boy who was an Olympic swimmer, but he couldn't take a shower. Those things pop in and I go, oh my gosh. I even did a reading of someone who was pregnant and told her the child was a male and he was going to because of past life, he wanted to be with her. It's like, where does this come from? It, it's really easy. Sorry, this is what I do. I just accept it. Someone else say, Nancy, it's not easy. I do it every day. This is what I do. And so if, I'm, if you are meant to know something, I'm not going to sit here and make something up. Why should I? Right. right it's right. either there. It's like seeing your dead people. We did a couple of weeks back, your spirit people. I visually describe them. I didn't say, oh, your daddy's there. He's giving me a message. I love you. Uh-uh, I do it the hard way. I tell you what they look like. And then you know I can't make it up. And that little girl in Texas, I decided, Dad, I guess, I guess it was real emotional. How did I know her dad was gone and the age and the girth and the coloring? I couldn't possibly. You can't mix people up. It's the same with past lives. If I get something, there has to be some reason. Sure. Why? I wouldn't know. 
So I just, if I don't get something for you at the moment of where you are today is an in-between time. You don't necessarily have anybody that you're being influenced by. Clearly Shar is. Thank you, Nancy. It was great. It's been almost an hour and a half. But like I said, next week is all about you guys, okay? Not about oh. me. It'll be about you guys, all right? I know we we thought we were going to try and fit them in today, but obviously we can't. Uh, but uh, we will be And write to something down so that you so you know. Be clear what you want to know or somebody. Someone's thinking about asking a question about their relationship with their husband. Make sure you come back in there and ask. Right. Let me get down here now. Oh, there we go. God, you know, the screen is so small. It's like, there we go. Can you move it closer? <laughs> I need contacts. It sucks. It's okay. I'll get it. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for coming and say thank you. Really have fun with you tonight, Shar. And yeah, I do. It's always fun with Nancy. I've known Nancy forever. And like she says, I was a little snot nosed reporter. Punk. 96. <laughs> if you read the first story I ever wrote about Nancy in the cemetery tour, there's a lot. There, there's there's stuff in there that, that that's very good with the stuff and there's stuff in there that's that's tongue-in-cheek because to me at the time it was all humorous you know we're out there in october it's freezing outside and people are walking around with with, with their palms down trying to find warm and cold spots out in the middle of the city <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh the last story i like to tell too is the signups I, I had met with a gentleman in sacramento who was a leading investigator in fact he still is i don't know if he still if he still is but I remember going to his house and he told me there were 101 people that had been abducted by aliens in Sacramento. And I remember being as sarcastic as I was going to the cemetery with my photographer, looking at the signups. And at the time we signed up, there were 100 people that signed up at that point. And I, I looked at my photographer and went, yeah, they all been abducted by aliens. <laughs> you told me that. You yeah, told so, me. So, yeah. So, I mean, Nancy's very Italian. So the hands go flying, and that was another thing that sounds funny. I do the interview after the after the tour, and I get this, oh, they're all around us all the time. Whoop, there's one right there. The hand went up flying like that, just automatically. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll just jot that down in my notes, too. But anyway, we've come a long way. I'm not Italian. I just, because people are around me all the time, it's like, yeah. oh. We've, you know, we've come a long way. Anyway, I'm glad you guys came. Uh, I, I want to thank you for coming. Don't forget, tomorrow I'm teaching Psychic Development entry level class if you guys are interested in that i mean uh, if you think you might have psychic abilities or you want to try out to see if you have psychic abilities this is the way to do it with this class because i'll i'll, I'll, I'll try and bring it out yeah see what we can do you know and then we're, we're going to go visit your your spirit guides we're going to visit your spirit animal your spirit object but you didn't know you had a spirit object huh there's a spirit object so i can get i can get you to read your look at your sometimes there's a note sometimes there's a little box in the spirit library with a note in there for you from your spirit guide. I'm also going to take you, and this is something new I haven't done before, take you to meet your spirit health guide. Ooh. So that'll be the first time I, I ever do that. So yeah, so if, if you want to join up for that class, that's great. Just head over to the California Haunts Meetup page and do that. Um, I'd appreciate it. You know, and I, I think you'll get something out of it. Believe me. And then if you guys like the class enough, we'll do, we'll do a second level class where we do you know different things to, to test your abilities. But anyway, I want to thank you all for coming. If you're watching from YouTube, please subscribe. Uh, there's that little ghost down in the corner with the uh, Sherlock Holmes hat and the magnifying glass. Click on that. We've got almost 200 Oh, yes, that reminds me. We are at video. Are you ready for this for the last two years? 
We are at video 177 since I've been doing this a year and a half ago. At video 200, I have books to get. I, I, I have prizes for you guys. We're going to have raffles. We're going to have prizes. Okay? They may be a paranormal book. It may be some other stuff. I might let you give one of my classes for free. I don't know yet, you know, but I'm going to put 200. 200 stuff together so we can celebrate together our 200th episode. Wow. Okay. I didn't think in my wildest dreams, when I started doing this in this format, that is one thing I didn't think was going to happen because I was playing with it. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to stay in this format because it was always blog talk radio to go back to, but here I am. 176 or 177 episodes later here we are so at number 200 we're gonna we're gonna have a celebration here okay so remember that anyway subscribe to youtube if you like the show share it with five people if you hated the show share it with five of your enemies as i always like to say we are equal opportunity here at california haunts radio okay and uh what else did i mean oh yes monday sunday i'll be here reading Lizzie Borden, a lot of technical stuff in that book about Lizzie, but we're learning a lot about Lizzie Borden every Sunday. That'll be a 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And then Monday, my guess, it's going to be a 1.30 show. So you pack your lunch. Come on over. Don Ellison is going to be with us. He grew up in a haunted house. Mm. And so he's going to be coming on to talk about his experiences because, of course, that led him to become a paranormal investigator, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he's going to be on talking with us on Monday morning. And then we're going to slide into the 31st, and then we're going to slide into June. And we got a lot of things lined up for June that are really cool, too. So here we go. You know, we're just we're just chugging along. The numbers are good. We're chugging along. You know, we're doing six. What are we doing? Six shows a week now. Yikes. Sometimes I can feel it. Last Friday, I felt it, okay? Anyway, but again, thank you guys. And if you want to check out the paranormal team or you think you might have a paranormal issue, CaliforniaHaunts.org or go to California Haunts Radio. You know, all, all our episodes are there. If you have trouble getting on YouTube to check us out, go to CaliforniaHauntsRadio.org and click on the, the video that's on the front. That'll take you over to YouTube or look at the archives. All the archives for the show are there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're also on TikTok. That's our latest thing is, is this. we're TikToking. In fact, tonight, after I get done and, and have dinner and, and watch Grey's Anatomy, I'm going to stagger back in here and I'm going to do some, some, some content put on TikTok. And I do stagger a lot, you know. <laughs> you guys don't realize this, you know, the whole mystique of the show and it looks like a it looks like a big studio. No, when I started the show, I was in a big studio. I'm in a little closet right now. Okay. If I reach back and it's right not now, uncommon. I see that a lot. In it's it's like being in a car, right? So mm -hmm. it's like being in a two a, a two-door car. Uh -huh. Because the back seat is where my, you know, where my backdrop is. But it's cool because I, I talk into a closet. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I want to shut up and end this show so you guys can get on to your weekend. We're gonna we're all going to have a long weekend. And I'll, uh, yeah, I didn't think about that but, you know, about booking Monday early. That's kind of cool. It'll be a short day. So thank you very much. And again, here's my, my, my plea to you all. If you find it in your heart to donate a little bit to help keep the show going, that would be great. That's paypal.me at California Haunts. Or if you hate PayPal, which a lot of people do, Venmo and just type in California Haas. But anyway, I'm done. I'm going to shut up. I think Nancy's done for the night. I'm going to show you Nancy's contact information before we go and her books, because Nancy did write some books. And I have some here. We might. We might. Go ahead. 
giveaways in Nancy's book on the on, on the 200th episode. We'll have to see how that works. Maybe I you'll know. have to book me for your 200th show. I will. And we'll have to see. We'll have to. We might give away a couple of Nancy's books. We'll see. I've got those in stock in the back. I've had them for years. I'm sorry to say it that way. But anyway, have a good night, everybody. And here's Nancy's info. And away we go. That's websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, and youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic. First book, help, get me out of this funk. Second book, Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills. I know I'm yelling. Sorry. I'm excited. It's the weekend. And uh, The Unwilling Sacrifice. Great book. I read it. Fabulous. Can't say enough about it. And you can get that stuff all at Amazon or cruise over to Nancy's website. Check, check out everything she's got on there. She's got a very interesting website. Again, thank you all for coming. Nancy, thanks you for coming. And we will see you, Nancy, we'll see you next week. And I will see you on Sunday for our reading, for our book reading. Not a reading, I don't do reading. For our book reading. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do readings. It ain't going to happen. Okay. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody.